0: (laughs) Welcome to Sisology. Sisology is the study of dope ass millennial women learning to navigate through the modern world by sharing experiences, minding their business, avoiding drama, and bossing up.
1: Hey sis, just know this is a judgment-free zone where we unapologetically break down all things women, life, love, and hustle. We're here with your sisters, Naima, Nia B, Lulu, and Kay. So honey, fill up your glass, pull up a chair, take some notes, and get ready for a dope-ass session.
0: Welcome back y'all, welcome back. It's another episode of Sociology. We are so grateful that you are here with us again. Thank you for tuning back in. If you didn't get a chance, check out our last episode. So, y'all, welcome back. I got my sisters on the line. Um, hey. Hey, hey. Back. We back. Welcome. Ah, we, uh, <laughs> uh, man, this last weekend was amazing, y'all. We got a chance to get together for the first time. Yes. For those of you who don't know, Lou is um, in Georgia, and we're in Illinois. So, we got a chance to really get together. We did a little photo shoot. We thought we was mad yes. fast. We killed fine that. Fine, fine. Huh? Should have seen it. The vibe. <laughs> All vibes. All vibes. <laughs> doing most, but it was all good vibes I mean um one of my favorite parts of the weekend was just how the energy was just so vibrant and positive we were taking photos on the street and people were driving past and like oh y'all fan look at y'all y'all fan fan that was
1: like the best how y'all feel about that that was everything Man, that energy was so dope <laughs> everything especially from other females you know just to get that from other women
0: yeah that was, dope. that was really you know nice. other women other men. That. so that's beautiful yeah.
1: that's a beautiful thing
0: and i was extra a little bit because don't get don't 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 get the gassing somebody up because be like you know i try i do what i can ma'am i do what i can from time to time you feel me <laughs> Yeah, Naima was dancing <laughs> in the middle of the street. Let's talk about her outfit first of all. Baby had her cheeks out. Them yes. cheeks was out. I mean, <laughs> yes. She's yes. not at her home. Thighs. I got husband approval though. That's
2: honey. what
0: matters. Okay. <laughs> honey was dancing in the middle of the street. I was like, you better yes. watch out, Naima. It was a vibe. <laughs> There's a whole video. It was a vibe. <laughs> And the faces—I'm talking about mm. Lou and Kay and the the faces that were served up in these photos, y'all. I mean, it, it, y'all will see it. Y'all gonna see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can't wait till we drop those photos for y'all. Mm-hmm. Wow. Look, by the time this airs, they'll be out already. Right. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Y'all would have been enjoying them, but I'm really—I'm excited for that. I'm excited for our next one, y'all. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So this episode, we kind of want to dive into something that, for me personally, um, this has been something that weighs heavy on me a lot in different relationships that I have with people and different experiences that I have. Um, I find myself... Coming in contact with people who are not always genuine and don't always have my best interest at heart. So I kind of wanted to dive into that because I think a lot of people have it and just don't know what to do with that energy when you come across someone who is is exuding what feels like envy and jealousy over your life. Like, how do you deal with that? How do you process people like that in your world? Um, so we're going to take a moment to really get into that. Recently, I had an encounter with a friend. An ex-friend, let's put it that way. Um, And I I came to a crossway, a, a, a fork in the road, where I had to decide whether or not I allow this person back in my life or not. Like, what do I do with this person? And I really had to examine our friendship. And I came to the conclusion, like, this person has not always been what I believe to be a friend. They have really been showing signs of being extremely envious and just very ingenuine in our relationship. So we want to really take the time to kind of see, kind of dissect what that means. Yeah, so I had that moment with myself where I really had to decide where am I going with this friendship with this person and, and how 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 do I protect my peace? So this week, sis is protecting her peace. We're diving into what do you do with that energy when you feel like someone is being ingenuine to you? And what does that look like? How do you know if someone's being ingenuine, what do those signs feel like when someone's being jealous and envious of you? How do you tell? I want to say for me, I think it's it's hard to describe, but it's definitely a gut feeling. It's definitely that thing that we all come with, that intuition that, you know, we are told we are blessed with, which I wholeheartedly believe. I think it's, it's the feeling for me is like, it's not the vibe of energy. So when I say that. For people who are listening, what do you mean vibe of energy? It's like I come in a room and I assess a room and the room will tell me one or two things. Either, okay, this is something I can kind of just, you know, melt myself into and get to know people. I can, you know, hum drum or you could feel like mm, some just don't feel right. And what a lot of people do is they ignore that. And I think that's prolongs relationships, too, because you ignore shit that you feel all the time with people especially if it don't feel right you just feel like oh that's just her mm. or, oh that's just him that's just how they yeah. are you know what i'm saying and mm-hmm. you know oh we you know give them the benefit of the doubt or whatever but you keep allowing yourself to be a doormat so you feel that I, I feel like a lot of people do but i feel like a lot of people ignore it and i used to do that but i feel like i'm in a space now where it's just like mm, i don't really got time to entertain that so uh i'm gonna exit stage left all right i'm gonna head out I'm a spongebob your ass because I'm not <laughs> about to entertain you. That's not what I'm going to do. So that's how I feel about that. Give me an example. Like, What are those examples of how you would perceive someone like, oh, okay, your energy is off. Your intentions are not pure with me. I think that
2: just that vibe of energy. If I'm coming to you with, let's say, an idea or a concept or whatever it is, a happy something in my life. And your energy isn't matching mine and it's kind of just a, eh, you know, that's not, that's a big red flag because you should be able to come to the people that you're close to in your life and be able to say, hey, you're super excited about XYZ or, you know, you just wanted to express something positive to them and they're not matching that. Mm -hmm. That is a huge red flag and that vibe of energy Mm -hmm. is not meshing.
0: Or, right, or not being safer. excited with you, like, damn, you can't be with yeah.
1: me for me, like, damn, that like you feel that not direct, even a little like, bit, like, oh. not a yeah.
0: smidge it. No, oh, okay.
1: I would also say, um, another sign is the words they speak, that's a mm. big red flag, and a very mm. obvious one as well. Like, have you guys ever experienced where you are, you know, coming to a friend? um about some positive news and they just straight out say like oh you know that's all right that's mm. cool mm. that's decent mm. that has and you know that's joy. that's the yeah. shit like you yeah. know whatever that you're bringing to them and you're presenting to them is like bomb as hell but they just mm. come with you like oh it's cool you know it's all right. mhm mm. i'm happy for wow. you but you sound you sound
0: dead What you call it, Nia? That's some half-ass joy right there. Like the half-ass
1: joy. Oh, I don't (laughs) want your half-ass joy. Half-ass joy.
0: You either whole stepping or you sitting your ass dead.
1: And another one is, (laughs) um, you know, going through a transition in your life. And as you're going through that transition, that person distanced themselves from you. And it's like a major life changing, Mm -hmm. you know, event in your life. And usually you would think during these moments, people would gather with you and celebrate with you. But instead, you find them just not being present during that moment.
0: Yeah, I completely mm-hmm. agree. I feel like and whenever that's like you a rude go awakening. Oh yeah, always it is. Whenever you have a big life-changing mm-hmm. situation, whether you're getting married or you're getting um you're having a baby or you got a promotion at your job, you will find out who your true friends are because as soon as positive things start shifting in your life, people come out with their true colors for sure, for sure, Fact. for sure. And it comes from a place yep. of them not being yep. satisfied in what they're doing in their life. But you know what's so sad? that a lot of people don't even realize that that's what it is. It's always somebody else that's the problem, or it's always somebody else's fault, or it's the lack of ownership, which in another sense is a form of entitlement too. Actually, actually, if you want to touch on it, just a tad, just a little bit. It's kind of like a sense of entitlement because yeah, like, oh, so
1: you just not gonna take no ownership, none, okay. You know, I I've had a lot of positive transitions in my life. And during some of these moments, I've had some some friends, um, people that were dearly close to me just kind of downgrade and minimize my accomplishments, Mm. you know, and I feel like that's another sign in itself. Or like you're trying to, let's say you're trying to change your life and be more positive. And, you know, there was a point in my life where I I became very spiritual. You know, we all have that moment where we just, we just dive into the Bible and, you know, we're just tunnel vision. Mm. And I had a friend who was just like, you're always so churchy. Here comes the really? pastor. Here comes Pastor Lou. Why are you always the pastor? I was like, you know, I'm not I'm not being a pastor. I'm just giving you words of positivity. I'm just trying to teach you that the words that you speak into your life can actually manifest themselves. So I'm not trying to teach or preach to you. I mean, mm-hmm. I am trying to teach you. I'm not trying to preach to you. I'm just trying to let you know and be, um, let you become more aware and cognizant of what you're speaking, you know, and your thoughts. Have you guys experienced that? Yeah. Thoughts
0: yes. definitely become reality.
2: I had a similar experience, just kind of going from that. And I have to give it to him. This person is rather young, but I was speaking to her from a place of, I've been there. And we're only about, like, not even 10 years apart. So I'm, you know, her senior. Oh, my God, that sounds old at 27. But <laughs> I'm nine years her senior. And, you know, listening to the things that she was complaining about, I've been there. But when you have somebody that's trying to, you know, tell you the real and speak some positivity into you and kind of help guide you through something, and then it's that still wanting to play victim, still want to be stuck in that, you know, there's things that you can do and people that you can surround yourself with to help get you out of whatever that mindset, that funk is, but people choose not to. For whatever yeah. reason, that's a choice yeah. and you got to make the choice of, are you going to surround yourself with those people or are you going to get around the people that yeah. have the energy
0: that you want? But some people don't want it for real. Exactly. But some people don't want it for real because some people can't live or thrive without drama and I could never
1: understand that. Like, Absolutely. I can. I can understand it because like the the more as I you know, deal with different personalities and people with different backgrounds. I realize that it all deals with trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people have baggage and people have trauma. Like we, people have been through shit, and they they're not aware mm-hmm. of how their trauma affects them as a person and how it affects them and their relationships. So it's so important to like self-reflect and try to just grow through things and to heal because our trauma, it is trauma. So when we sit here and we're just like so clueless as to why someone would act a certain way or not take initiative to like try to change their life or their attitude or their behavior, they're just so stuck in trauma that they don't even know it in their own hurt and pain.
2: That's a very good point.
1: Okay, hmm. um, there was something you said um, that made me think about projection. And because of all this trauma that people have been through and all this hurt and unhealed shit that they got mm-hmm. going on internally, they project that onto you and to other people in their relationships.
2: It's true when they say hurt people hurt people. Oh, that's deep. Hurt
0: people hurt people. Yeah. Mm. Go ahead, Nia, I got. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, it seems like your thought is yeah, burning yeah. your pocket, so you yeah. could go and get yours out. Right. Oh, <laughs> let that out. Let that out. <laughs> because I'm like, because I'm like, Nia, I know you've been waiting, honey, and I'm just like, let her get it out. Because Lou, you just said, so, oh, child, mm. okay, it's so a whole know, word okay. going on tonight. I'm gonna take it. It's a whole word because can we touch on roots though? Speak like on it. let's touch mm-hmm.
1: on it. Go ahead, roots.
0: Yes, I said roots. Some of y'all say roots. <laughs> I don't care. She's black as hell and she is in love with her culture. Guinea Bissau, shout out, Balanta Barasa. Yes, God. But uh, the roots of these people's problems are something that's so far away from the surface of what we're receiving from those people. You know how much digging and how much peeling back that you would have to do with a person that's so stuck in their ways? When they say they stuck in their ways, don't that sound like some roots? Ooh, girl. Absolutely. Yeah, they yeah. deep in the mud, baby. They in the mud. Deep in the mud. Because they be like, ooh, they so stuck in their ways. Little bit, just a little bit. You like that metaphor? Did rub you little right? Bit. There you go. Because listen. <laughs> A little bit because that makes so much sense to me. Oh, they stuck in their ways. I've I've gotten to the point in my life where I started to say, age don't make you mature. Character does. Facts. Facts. You could be 15 and have a great head on your shoulders and have an entrepreneurial mind. You know how many teenagers I'd have met that's on their shit? Yes. First of all. Mine included. Just saying. But you could be 45. And be less equivalent of some ignorant ass childish juvenile ass behavior, but it's a root. Don't let us start talking about freaking diagnosis like sociopath ooh, and narcissism and all this other stuff and personality disorders. Let's not go there because but that shit not is real we equipped, but it we is. have dealt with some stuff, okay. And and the fact that we can sit here and talk about it is like, okay, yeah, I may not have that profession, but I could tell you a thing or two about somebody Mm. I done dealt with, you know? So I feel like the disconnect is when, first of all, there's pride and there's too much pride for someone to even want to deal with the ugliness within themselves to make themselves better because that's a hard, hard mirror to face. You know what I'm saying? And I've been there where I've had to face myself because somebody once told me. And he was a man of the faith he told me you have to be sick and tired of something you can't be one or the other because you won't change it you could deal with being sick you can deal with being tired, but if you're both that's exhausting so you have mm. to be both in order to make a change and that's my two cent for now unless y'all say something
1: else that get me fired up all I'm gonna say is I'm nodding my head so hard I'm damn near going to hit my computer <laughs> because you are speaking some truth. That's all.
0: I like what you said. I'd be too. like that. Yeah. I think I think the key is recognizing toxic behavior in people in in our relationships mm-hmm. with people and deciding what are you going to do mm-hmm. with those people? Where are you going to put them? You're going to put them in this box? You're going to cut them off? What are you going to do with them? And um, toxic behavior can be anything. It can and can stem from a narcissistic disorder or a borderline personality disorder. Um, but I think, like Naima said, it stems from roots. It stems from your upbringing, your childhood. Were you neglected? Did you feel like you didn't get the mothering that you needed you got mommy issues you got daddy issues you got I think people don't take into consideration just how much your roots really affect who you become and you carry that and and you carry that and you project it into your relationships so as far as like um You know, friendships or relationships or dealing with your spouses, when they carry that hurt and they don't heal from that hurt and they don't take the responsibility to really um, acknowledge that hurt and they play victim to it, I hate that. Do not play victim to circumstances you created. You have a choice. Everybody Uh has choices. We have all experienced some type of trauma. (laughs) We have all been there. But what do you do with that hurt? Do you transform it into productive? Or do you transform it into something that consumes you and eats at you, and Say it that. exudes from your pores? Which wolf you feed, creature? Preach, okay, Let's come go. on you now. <laughs> Which wolf you feed? Because <laughs> no. it's what's happening. Because it's inevitable. Mm. It's gonna. It's going to come out in any relationship that you have with people, whether it's a romantic relationship, mm-hmm. the relationship you have with your children, the relationship you have with your spouse. Mm-hmm. It's going to come out, and until you heal yourself. Mm-hmm. you can't you can't possibly it's gonna have, be a cycle it's gonna be a it's cycle. gonna be a cycle yep. because because god gonna keep taking you through that same test over and over again until over you pass over. that joint like seriously he's going to keep taking you through it until you pass it and some people pass away m- before passing a test mm. you feel me mm. so, so nice. deep girl oh. I'm sorry, listen, don't get me started Get you get a on started, one get us started Get us started, come
1: me. on now Let me get my <laughs> one of these
0: <laughs> This Play is back. the point, <laughs> how you know when you're in
2: church <laughs> And the Give uh, the and they tell the pastor You know, take your time, pastor Yes, Pastor Naima, take your time
0: <laughs> <laughs> listen, you know, <laughs> Because listen, what I won't do Is get nobody congregation on my behind Okay <laughs> But I, I just, I, I say that so passionately Because Y'all. yeah, you know, Y'all. It's I'm real. That's so real. It is. speak so strongly on something that you have not experienced so personally within yourself, with other people, because we cute and all, you know, and it's some beautiful ass people out there with some ugly ass hearts, mm. yes. you know what I'm saying, say with that. some deep rooted issues and either they're playing victim or they're playing oblivious. It's one Ooh. or the other. You know what I'm saying? It's always one or they're or the playing other. mind games. I'm just, you know, absolutely. like
1: they are probably very aware of it. I get that, I get and that. they're just projecting it onto mm-hmm. you because they don't want to take a sense of accountability yeah. because that means I have to look in the mirror at myself.
0: Mm-hmm. I need mm-hmm. to
1: heal myself and I, I'm i not ready to face that. I don't want to face it. It's too deep. It's too ugly. Right. I don't yep. want to deal with that. So I I'd rather I project
2: like it. it on somebody else. Yeah.
0: This is easier to project off. Easier. Yep, there easier. we go. Yep. That's, that's the
1: terrible. word. Mm. But then again, that is manipulation. Mm. Absolutely. Okay. We're not going to get into what you were talking about earlier with the whole mm. personalities thing, but. <laughs>
2: that might be another episode. Yeah. I <laughs> we we have no to bring on an expert. <laughs> we got to get an expert <laughs> okay.
0: psychologist on to talk yeah, about personality are. disorders. Hey. That shit is real. I got a couple on the roster. We do.
2: Okay.
0: We do. Look, coming Absolutely. next episode, y'all. Hey, all right. <laughs> hey, with the networking. Hey, what With the hookup. You know, Look your at network talent. is your network. Hey. <laughs> mm hmm. But no, seriously, y'all, like, you know, when you, when you have these encounters with these people and you're deciding how, how do I protect myself from this? What do I do to make sure that I, I stay peaceful in my life? Because as I shift and as I grow, and I'm sure as we all do, one of the things that I learn is, you know, I'm happy where I'm at. My, my goal in life is to just protect my peace. I don't want no drama. I don't want no bullshit around me. Just keep it aesthetic mm-hmm. and we straight, you know. Mm-hmm. How, do you, um, mm-hmm. how do you decide where to put those people in your life? Because sometimes there's somebody who's kind of close to you. It could be mm-hmm. your mom, your dad. You know, how do you decide what to do with those people?
2: I think that it's very hard, especially in the beginning, and especially if it's somebody that's close to you that you decide that you – have to cut out of your life because ultimately you got to do what's best for you there are a whole lot of times when we have to be selfish and protect our peace and that includes getting rid of the people who are disrupting that no matter who it is sometimes it's your kids but we can't do that to them <laughs> We cannot get rid of our kids. <laughs> but when it's people that come in and out of your life or the people who you know are only using you for certain reasons, whatever the case may be, I've had friends who've had friends, and all kinds of things have happened because they allowed somebody to use them or because they didn't want to hurt their feelings. You gotta take your own feelings into consideration. At what point do you care more about them than yourself? And that took a long time for me to learn, and I'm Mm -hmm. sure it took a whole lot of time for other people to Mm -hmm. learn, but you gotta protect your own peace Mm -hmm. at all costs by any means necessary. Mm, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah because we're blessed to to be at that point so young yeah you know because people in our older age are still not even they can't even communicate what we're talking about right now that's mm-hmm. also in because of our
1: experiences we've we've all had yeah, um a lot of transitions at an early age which gives us more experience than mm-hmm. someone who may be older mm-hmm. um who may not be able to communicate on such topics because they don't they've never experienced that. but i think because we've all had um mm-hmm. a lot of transitions at an early age um we were faced with these dilemmas in these situations um prematurely as supposed
0: to some of our peers i think it's just about development and because we've all been faced with all these different um Transitions in our life we've all had trauma like we said earlier but some of us choose not to use that trauma to project on the other people Some of us choose to use that trauma to feel us in a in a positive way to do good things you know for instance, um, if I'm in a room full of successful people and I'm feeling inadequate, I'm not going to project that in a negative way and hate on them and be like eh, yeah, they over there making money. I don't mm-hmm. fuck with them. Mm-hmm. Like, why would That's I do right. that? <laughs> <nothing>. No, <Right. laughs> I'm going to position myself to get in the center of that circle because what y'all gonna do is motivate me to be better. So how mm-hmm. do you how do you suggest to someone who's been through so much trauma? How do you tell that person like you know what? Instead of taking this trauma and 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 letting it boil into a place of hurt and hate and envy mm-hmm. and dissatisfaction in your own life, how do you f- turn that into fuel? Ritz. To, to make you a better person. I, I think it's about perspective. People need to alter their perspective and how they interpret things Facts. because, yeah.
1: To answer that question, I think you cannot. You could not tell someone who's in that state and that, hmm. that current state in their life um, to turn it around because they are just so stuck And deeply rooted, as Naima said, in that space, they can't even see. They can't even see that window of positivity. And you projecting Mm. that onto them, Um. they're just going to have a a content. They're going to continue to have a negative outlook on that and perception of what the positive things that you're trying to fill into their life. I got an opposition, though, because
0: we can agree to disagree, but I feel like it's not a a matter of can't it's a matter of won't because you have to be willing to open yourself up into an unfamiliar space so that you're no longer in a place that you want to be anymore and a lot of people that's what they aren't willing to do it's not that they can't it's not that they're unable you know what i'm saying or to do so it's a choice and i teach my kids about this all the time i say your choices will determine your outcomes whether they are good or bad you know what I'm saying? So you have to keep that in mind. So it's a choice. And a lot of people don't want to make that choice because a choice requires work. It requires discomfort. It requires unfamiliar territory. It requires new uh, uh, environments, maybe new people like you know, a lot of people just don't want to open themselves up to that because they're comfortable. It's not because they cannot, but it's definitely because you won't.
1: I was just going to say, I agree with you, and I'm not saying that they cannot, I'm just saying that they, that we, Mm -hmm. as people, cannot, we cannot fuel them to do something that they don't want to do. Like you were saying, like they don't want to open up, like most people are not willing to. It's just an external person, like, or external force, such as, let's say ourselves, let's say there was an unknown friend, this is a scenario, and her name is Jay, Okay, and Jay is this type of person, and here we are. We are continually trying to just pour positivity and love into this female, right? But she is just not in that space. She's not willing to open herself up. You can't keep just doing like us. We can't keep feeling her if she is just not open. So I completely agree with you. Yeah. No, no.
2: It's like pouring wine into a 40 bottle. Say it again.
1: It's like pouring wine into a what?
0: <laughs> into a 40. <laughs> I did not see that coming.
1: Into a 40? Like out of all things, a 40. <laughs> oh,
0: into a 40 ounce. Of all things, a 40 ounce. Okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> Someone wish they it. could drink what right is. now, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right?
0: Okay, is that what you just said? Did you say it's like wine? It's like pouring yeah. wine into a 40 ounce? <laughs>
2: I mean, because just like Lou said, you can't be poor. You cannot continue to pour this greatness into something that's not ready for it. I mean, if anybody's still drinking for it, that's, that's my, that's That's what I'm saying. I'm on a whole nother level. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's like uh, Lou said, maybe it's just because I can't drink and I want some wine. (laughs)
0: baby she's like, I was like, oh, okay. like wait, I, wait. It. And I was like this say that she's like unpack that for me uh, make me understand it's unpacked, it's unpacked. oh my god you know you can't pour no
2: uh no cooper's hawk into a 40 in a paper bag oh, it ain't gonna oh, oh, work
1: Cooper. i mean but some people probably do it you know oh yeah and people this will continue is. to do it she's like <laughs> But y'all get our point, y'all get it., <laughs> but you get the point, yeah, right
0: y'all get mm-hmm. it y'all get it. It's people in your life that are probably were like that or that you no longer have in your life. and if you were able to disconnect yourself from people like that, then that's great because sometimes it's hard to do depending on who the person is, especially if like Nia said if it's a if it's a spouse or if it's a parent, you know, if it's a sibling or something like that, it's hard to disconnect relationships that you've had for so long because of something that this person or a way that this person is willing to be. So the caveat to that, oh, is if you're willing to open yourself to new things, you put yourself in positions and environments with people that you never thought you'd be around or never thought that you click with or that you mesh with. Like you were stating earlier, all the love we was getting, taking pictures just outside, you know, I'm just like, yes, that's dope that ladies can just see us and just be supportive because it's not enough of that happening, but I'm starting to see this wave and I just, It's not, it should not be a trend. I love it. It should be a lifestyle, first and foremost. If you allow yourself to open up to new spaces and to new people, the relationships that you can cultivate are ones that you never would have imagined to be. And even in the genuity of it all, you question the authenticity sometimes because it it feels too right. It feels too good. It feels Mm -hmm. too, it makes too much sense. Like, wow, like we really vibing and I don't feel no... I don't feel no undermining, underlying. Excuse me, uh, motives. Um, I don't feel no. You know what I'm saying? I I feel nothing of malice from this person. So to be able Mm -hmm. to be comfortable in that wave is new and uncomfortable. Like, hold up, because everybody want to protect themselves at the end of the day, you know. But to form new relationships, especially with women, that's so like taboo. Mm-hmm. and the fact that it's, it's like is it really happening mm. what yes yeah you what do you, you say all the time Naima? you want to go with the vibe mm.
1: is this I, really I mean, happening no I, I said that's what you say is this, is really, this happening? really happening
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did that I was like I am so
1: happy that all of this is just flowing effortlessly so I just want to say that um We've never met before, and this was our first time being together, and we met through Naima. So each sister that's on this platform right now, our common denominator is Naima. And the vibe and the the glue, just the connection amongst different women that don't know each other, that is magical, okay? Mm. That is magical. Mm. And that's the word. Black this Girl Magic weekend where we actually got together. Um, I actually invited one of my best friends with uh, me to the photo shoot and the the openness, the love, the welcoming of mm. you know, of my friend, it was just like we all knew each other, you know, since forever. And here we are mm-hmm. vibing. And then to have other mm-hmm. women that we don't know just cheering us on, on the street that was Honey. So it was a vibe. Like it was a vibe in High Park on Saturday. A vibe. Okay. And that's
0: the difference between women who are content with themselves, who are secure within themselves, who know what, who we are, we know what we bring to the table. We know our worth. None I don't think and correct me if I'm wrong, but all three, four of us, we know our worth. We hustle hard. We are entrepreneurs. We know what we bring to the table. I think we're all so content within ourselves that we are comfortable allowing equally powerful and equally beautiful women to share the platform. Yes. Say that. Say that. And that's not always possible. That's not always possible because it's a lot of women out here that, 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 that don't feel the same way about themselves. When they see a woman, you know, who's, who's exuding the glow. Y'all know the glow. When you're exuding that Say glow, that. people cannot take it. They can't stand it. But when you glow equally, we all, all of us, we glow the same, baby. And that's why people were hyping us up as they drove past because they was like, man, they are beautiful. We glow in a beautiful way and it's contagious. Mm. That's why... Mm. Baby, no shade. And, Lou, you know, you brought your friend who, who none of us knew, but she glowed the same way as we did, which is mm-hmm. why she came. We was like, all right, sis, what's up? And mm-hmm. that's so important in sisterhood, and this is what we need to work on as women, as black women, is stop being so envious of the next woman. If you feeling inadequate, work on yourself, baby. Boss yourself up. And then you, you can stand on the same platform. I've been in places where I felt like, you know, oh, oh, they, they they got they A game on in this my These bitches are beautiful. <laughs> Not to call us bitches, but, you know, sometimes <laughs> <laughs> it's a But these women are gorgeous and it's successful. People in the building, it's easy to feel inadequate, but what you need to do is transform that into motivation to boss the fuck up. You, if you feel in some type of way in a group full of successful people, Say get us. your shit together. Say and Lost the this. fuck up. Instead take of being this. jealous and insecure and envious and feeling like you want what they have, get it your fucking self mm. and you stop feeling like you. Anybody owes you something, mm. baby? Don't nobody owe you shit. Ooh. Not a damn. And, tra- and be Same willing man. to be transparent. Get Listen, it tell, tell, tell me you really how you really feel that you feel that. I told y'all I was
1: feeling some type of way, baby. I was feeling some straight type of way. I'm just so sick of people. The key to that is just minding your damn business, you know? Just minding your own damn business. Stay in your own lane. And I think that's probably a common denominator of like most women who are bossed up is they're just staying in their own damn lane. Like I'm I don't know what y'all got going over Mm -hmm. there and I really don't care, you know, just don't bring that shit over here. You got some love. You got some light. You got some positivity. All right, cool. My lanes are open, but I'm minding my damn business. I'm going to keep that's it mine. moving. Mm-hmm. And that's
0: what it is. Because when you are focused and you got tunnel vision and you have a plan and you're going forward, you're going to see somebody alongside of you that's be like, oh, since you're doing the same thing, all right, let's do it. Let's link up, like Lou was saying. So I just said that to say, like you said, if you got light, bring me some of that. You got some of that dark ass shit, you can go and stay over there in the corner. We don't, we don't, we don't touch it Exactly. We like sun and shit.
2: I was piggybacking off of what you said because that is for sure when you are the light you're attracting more light those are the people that you're going to be around the people that gravitate towards you and the people that you're going to gravitate towards but if you're nothing but a dark cloud like you gotta let some of that light in and if you don't you just gonna stay under that cloud because the light is not gonna come looking for you. <laughs> like it's going to try. Mm. Like mm. we definitely, you know, you want to shine your light on people, but there's only so much you can do if they don't want it themselves.
1: That made me think of um a speech that you gave us, Naima, about dimming your lights. Yes. Do not let anyone dim your lights. And with that, I'm going to pass that torch to you be- mm. so you can elaborate what that means.
0: Uh, um okay, well, What Lulu is speaking about is over our weekend, we got together. Um, I hadn't seen my sis in person in some some months, you know. So it was nice for all of us to get together, but I wanted to do something special. I think we all was on the same wavelength because each one of us did something special for somebody else and didn't know. Like, it was not like, stop, y'all extra as hell. But anyway, so I brought gifts for the ladies and one of the gifts was a candle. Lou is talking about this light, so the candle is um, just a little trinket, a little reminder that anytime you feel like somebody is trying to dim your shine, or maybe you had a bad day at work, maybe it was some, you know, some microaggression shit happening, maybe you got into an argument with your best friend, whatever the case may be, maybe you and your spouse ain't vibing, or you've just been questioning yourself or whatever, you got a reminder in that candle light that candle and that candle i told them was for that only purpose i know y'all got buku candles in your house i don't (laughs) care this one is specific (laughs) so (laughs) you light that candle as a reminder light that candle you meditate listen to your favorite song you smoke your one weeds you drink your wine whatever (laughs) and you just meditate for a second to remind yourself who the fuck you are yeah. That was the purpose of the candle. Should I elaborate on the other gifts
1: or were no, you No, just... <laughs> that's that's it. It's just to remind yourself light. of who you are and your lights. And there are going to be hella moments in your lifetime where people will try to try you and they will try to um, mm-hmm. dim your light and don't let them. And if, I mean, obviously you're listening, but if you are listening, go find you a candle, buy a candle. One specifically for that purpose. So when people do try to try you or, you know, you know, minimize you as a person or just make you feel some type of way, mess with your vibe, light that candle so you can keep your light shining, you know?
0: Yes, love with the deepness. That's
1: what Mm -hmm. I'm talking about. I'm sorry. I I always take it it there. I I didn't mean to.
0: Mm Oh, no. Mm. Don't apologize for your light. Exactly.
1: Come on! Oh, I'm not apologizing for my light. I'm just apologizing <laughs> not for apologize turning it. What i not
0: for that light. So, y'all, um, so I think the general consensus here is do not dim your light for anybody else. Let your light shine. People and their insecurities and their envy and their jealousy, it's, it's inevitable. When you're glowing, you're going to have haters. You got to learn how to just allow them to be who they are over there in their lane, and you stay in your lane. Don't be afraid to open yourself to new experiences, Mm. new friends, healthy friendships, flourishing relationships. I am so grateful for my sisters. I am so grateful that Naima brought us together. And I think this was my biggest influencer when I decided to cut said person out of my life because I'm like, why would I allow this person who is trying to dim my light back into my life? When I have these sisters who are are trying to help my glow grow you you feel
1: me Ooh, y'all like that oh. repeat oh. that, that repeat that
0: wait a minute <laughs> please repeat it <laughs> Ooh, rewind that
1: deep down Say that one Shando. more again Girl, Girl,
0: i cannot take Come y'all on, but that's please. the reality of the situation <laughs> y'all. and that and, and really honestly all of this stems from your mm. sense of self-worth You really need to tune into how you feel about yourself. Affirmations are real. Speak to yourself. Speak positivity in yourself. Believe that Mm. you are worthy of more than just these half-ass, half-joy-ass friendships. Mm -hmm. For real. And and let me just say, just to piggyback off my sis over here, what other people think about you and your business ain't none of your Mm -hmm. business. You feel me? You feel me? Mm. Mmm, with your glow grow. I like that. Bitch, I'm going to write that down.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to add all y'all had some really really dope-ass points of view and I concur because nobody's light deserves to be dimmed by anybody no matter who that is. We all got some light and we were definitely shining at this weekend. I kind of just want to touch on how my experience was when we got together it was just this like instant best friendship like we've been friends forever like everybody else said and those are the kinds of people that I like to surround myself with and I am so grateful for everything that we have already gotten done so far and everything that I already see us doing and this is the stuff that sisterhood should be about you should find you some sisters like these (laughs) like I don't know how I got so lucky or mm-hmm. so blessed to be able to already, you know, be like at this point in my life right now. Girl, you
1: what? Oh,
0: you better get your hormones. You better get I your know, I know. I know.
1: Don't do her, Jasmine, <laughs> but <you> know. she's <laughs> blowing for real. She's blowing for real.
0: <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> is, you are not. <laughs> I'm
2: not crying. All I'm saying, these are thug tears. All I'm saying, see. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> oh, I like that. I'm gonna use that. Thug thug here. Just, here. just one
2: little thug here right here. <laughs> that all I'm saying is we had such an amazing time, and these are the kinds of things that everybody I feel like should be able to experience. I didn't have these kinds of friends, you know, years ago. I'm talking years ago. But as we continue, you know, to go on this journey called life, we meet people along the way, and everybody serves a purpose at some point. But you gotta know, like Nia said, you gotta know what box you're putting them in. Eventually, you're gonna have to sort through them people in your life, and mm. not everybody can stay. Yeah. Mm. Or not in the same right. capacity, anyway. Next. Not everybody can stay, and not everybody is meant to, right. because
0: everybody right. can't go with you mm-hmm. to the top. Everybody ain't ready. Everybody ain't equipped to get the top. Awesome nope alright no. child, all right y'all we done held you up long enough we can run our mouth forever child we be three four <laughs> hours on there <this. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> but one You're thing right. i will say before okay <laughs> but uh we're gonna let Lou take it away with affirmations in just a second but i'm gonna let you know therapy is real Please seek help. If you are of the, gener- yeah. of the population of the haters, of the jealous folks, <laughs> of the envious, of the person who has been severely hurt, but you don't know where to transfer that hurt to, we're not talking about you, baby, but we're just saying seek help mm. because you deserve to have healthy relationships with people. And until you heal yourself, all of your relationships will fail all of them and it's inevitable so so get get therapy. there's nothing wrong with it it is the new wave it is trendy to get therapy so do it and with that lulu what you got and make it a
1: lifestyle while you're at it how about that yes Mm -hmm. respect that lifestyle protecting your peace and speaking of peace i'm just going to give you five little self-talk steps so the first one is trust the process so whatever that you're experiencing and whomever you're experiencing with just trust the process number two your peace is your priority priority you cannot give to anyone anything if your peace is not together and your heart and your mind is sound number three be open to the moments it may be negative and it may be positive but whatever it is it is meant to be and just be open to it because it will it will expand your mind your heart and your soul okay number four be connected to what matters so this goes back to our priorities and kind of like what Kay was saying earlier you know You got to box people sometimes and unfortunately, that's just the hard reality. Not everybody is meant to be in certain places in your life and at certain times. And lastly, number five, say this with me, I am living, breathing example of the kind of world I want to live in. So let that be your mantra for the week, for the month, for the year, for your life, is just be that example um of what you want to receive because you know life is karmic and we give good and we we just got to be positive and we'll receive that back and if we're not you know that's just their karma you know that negativity will flow with them and if you ever wonder why someone's stuck in their situation it's, it's because of their karma and I'm just going to end it with this quote with the great Joel Osteen. When you face difficult times, know that challenges are not sent to destroy you. They are sent to promote you, increase, and strengthen you. So with that, this is Namaste True with Lou. And I send what we send our love and our light your way. And that is that. We'll holla at you. Hey. See you
0: next time. We'll holla. Yeah. Bye
2: love this episode of Cisology be sure to follow us on Instagram at Cisology the podcast and don't forget to go rate review and subscribe on all your favorite listening platforms as always we really appreciate your thoughts and feedback about our show got something you want to hear us talk about something you just got to get off your chest well please send us your dear cis letters to dearsysology at gmail.com or you can leave us a voicemail at 312-970-1470 We listen to all of those voicemails and we just might use yours in an upcoming episode.
0: This has been a Sysology production brought to you by The Sisters. Original music produced by Chief Zuka and Freak Van Workum. Mixed and mastered by the ladies of the Sysology team. Now keep in mind that the content of Sysology is strictly the opinions of The Sisters. We are by no means professionals. Now remember mind your business, boss up, and go have a dope ass week. Bye.